0: You're listening to the Manifest Your Greatness podcast, and this is episode number 76. Do you have a goal that you'd love to accomplish, but just don't know where to start? Or maybe you've gotten off to a great start, but just can't seem to get out of first gear? I'm Curtis J. Washington, founder of the Manifest Your Greatness coaching program. And I've helped people from all walks of life manifest the greatness that they already possess deep inside. If you are committed to taking the steps required to become the best version of yourself, you've come to the right place. This is the Manifest Your Greatness podcast. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining this episode of the Manifest Your Greatness podcast where we explore practical and actual steps to help you manifest what you already possess deep inside. And uh, today uh, I have a a very special guest and uh, his name is John Slocum. Uh, He's also known as the No Limits Guru. Uh, He is the author of The Science of Feeling Good. And he is also the mind behind the revolutionary blend method and lab system, which we will delve into in a lot more detail uh, in our talk today. Uh, but uh, you know, John's incredible journey um, from healing from a stroke and and childhood drama is just also such a testament to the power of his methods. So, John, I'm I'm such a great fan of your work, and uh, what you've done is is just something truly amazing. And uh, I mean, it's. For anyone looking for a simplified uh, approach to how anyone can live a more fulfilling and joyful life, um, I mean, you've brought such a great, uh, such a great um, way for people to, uh, to 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 really experience that uh, in your work. So thank you so much, and I cannot wait for the audience to learn more. Uh, so, John, thank you so much for being on the Manifest Your Greatness podcast.
1: Uh, thanks for being here i mean I, it's always a pleasure i'd love to see the energy that you bring the, the, the wonderful smile i mean that, that it's contagious man and i look forward to the conversation it's wonderful to be here
0: thank you thank you so yeah so um before we get into um the the work that you've done um i was kind of thinking it might be helpful to help people understand how you arrived at uh, the methods and 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 the work that you've put together, uh, you have one wonderful book out um, that uh, you know that we're going to also talk about here called The Science of Feeling Good. Uh, another one on the way. Um, I, if you would not mind sharing with us, kind of how how did you how did you come across and how did you how were you able to formulate uh, wh- what drove you to formulate the uh, the blend method and lab system?
1: Okay, that's, that's a good place to start. <laughs> well, yeah, it really all goes back to I, mean, I, I have to include this part of uh, coming up. So everything could, all of the dots will uh, connect. Uh, I was not. Uh, I, I wouldn't. I, I would say I never had a, a normal childhood. Uh, I, I was not the child of the man that I always thought was my father. So, as a result of of the treatment that I received from him, and, and unknowing at the time that I was not his child, I was just, you know, separated from the rest of the family. You know, I've never had a chance to celebrate the birthdays, you know, Christmases, or things like that. You know, so that there was a trauma inside of me and and, and this part is important I, I bring it up because healing from that trauma is the basis is, is the foundation for all of us because as I said children don't come with instructions and if they're being uh, in a situation that they cannot get out that in, in other words you're, you're not an adult you're not in a position where you can just pack up and leave so you you, you undergo this abuse. In, in my case, it was not only emotional, it was physical. And you, you get to the point, you know, where your natural defense, we, we do have defenses in our body, you know, and, and, and it starts around our nervous system. So as children, and, and in my case, you know, the trauma led me to what's called the freeze mode or, or the fawning mode. And in my case, uh, the defense says, you know, you don't want to create waves. You know, you don't want to create ripples. You know, you don't want to do anything really to be noticed. It's as close to being invisible as you possibly can be. So some of the symptoms of that as you're getting older, uh, as you're holding all of these things inside, there are illnesses, uh, there are diseases, and, and there are certain chronic conditions that come along with that because you're not expressing these emotions. Your, your whole nervous system cannot work as it was meant to work. You know, we, we have different stages of our nervous system. And and according to Dr. Stephen Porges, you know, we have ventral vagal, you know, when we're, you know, with family and friends and we feel safe. And and that's the best thing that we could situation that we could be in. And then, then we have the sympathetic part of it. And then we have the dorsal vagal, uh, which is good if you're just on a resting. But when you just totally disconnect, Curtis, here's where the problem comes in so in my case, you know, I had serious procrastination my entire life that I was dealing with. I had uh, headaches, migraine headaches, absolutely wicked headaches that would send me to the emergency room. And I dealt with that for almost 40 years before I wrote the book and was able to heal myself from those conditions. I had all of this stomach upsets, every possible problem that you could have with the digestive system. You know, I had to deal with that my entire life. All of the meds that were made, I'm sure I, I, I've taken it. Everything that was made for migraine headaches, whether it was calcium channel blockers, beta channel blockers, injecting myself with Imitraxin, I mean, real, real solid heavy drugs and morphine at times. Uh, those were part of that condition of being raised in that type of situation where your nervous system is totally, totally out of balance or as they say dysregulated so it, it's important you know as as i as we talk a little bit further that everyone has a trauma state and and some of us go through different phases of that trauma but in mine it, it, everything was based in shame and guilt because i was always told you know you'll never amount to anything you know you'll never be anything and and before i found out that you know this wasn't my father then it just crushed my entire world that I knew as a child. Mm-hmm. A child's mind at that stage is not developed. This happened from when I was six. You know, I was locked away from the rest of my family till I was eleven. Mm-hmm. The, the, the brain is still developing, so you literally cannot make sense of it. So your body will naturally do what it's meant to do, designed to do. You know, protect you from the inside. Yeah. But what happens is that we practice that over and over and over again every day you're in the same situation it's it's, it's as if you were riding a bike you know you, you ride it you ride it you ride it until you're doing it without even thinking about it and in my case i'm doing i'm having these behaviors and all of these other things without even thinking about it because it's so ingrained inside of me and my system has been tuned to do that so i just wanted to feel good right And and that's where the book—the title of the book—came from. You know, I never wanted anyone to be in a situation, you know, where they were taught or where they were made to feel as if they were invisible or that they weren't worthy, and and that was the worst feeling that I could have. But instead of just you know wallowing in my misery or lamenting, you know, I wanted other people to never feel this way, and. We, we we can talk a little further at how, how we arrived at the book, but that's the foundation of you know the the motivation for me writing that book. I just wanted people to feel good.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. We 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 can fast forward uh, to my adult life, and I was in the room that I was locked away from my family. Uh, it was a set of encyclopedias, right. and uh, it was me and those books and for the first year or so you know, i didn't you know, i'm just lamenting and you know, i'm crying and finally when i was let out of this room it was to go to school to the public school system I, I literally tell everyone the public school system probably saved my life because who knows what would have happened if i was never released but here's the important part everything that i do begins and ends with love and 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 i'll i'll, I'll tell you why uh, people may forget the conversation that we have today, but if we say something that makes them feel good or something that they can resonate with, they're not going to forget that. Right. So I went to the, the public school system and there was a teacher named Mrs. Palmer. She would embrace me. She would get on one knee and she would tell me how well I looked, you know, how intelligent I was and how she looked forward to me coming to that class every day. We're talking about a hug that happened almost 60 years ago. I'm I'm almost 70 years old now, right? So that's how powerful love is. And that principle alone is the driving force behind the emotional part of feeling good. You know, we practice how we want to feel, right? right? It doesn't matter what we're going through in life. If we understand the power of love itself, even at the quantum level, you know, at at the, the electromagnetic spectrum, you know, when we put in these feelings, everything just calms down. It's like putting a symphony conductor inside and it balances everything out inside your body. But you have to practice it as much as you practice things that made you feel that way. Right. So in other words, we have to do something different to get different results. And we can elaborate on that a little bit further. I, I need to take a little break.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, thank you so much for sharing that. And, you know, it takes a very, um, it takes someone it, 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 I talk about this a lot, actually, how you, you never really know the impact that someone is going to have on your life long term, and people don't, I um, People don't, they don't plan for it. And I think a lot of people, um, they think that if they write something or if they say something, uh, it's gonna resonate with everybody. And everybody's different. But what I love to try to remind myself of is that, that's great. That means there's a lot of different ways for people to become inspired and to, uh, to get the message that they really need to hear Um, and it's something that you just don't know where it's going to come from. And I, I also kind of remember, uh, it's almost as if, and I'm sure you've experienced this as well. Like you were saying about this teacher, I'm sure she remembers you. Um, and, and I, I can think of some other examples in my life where, uh, and my kids actually do this to me now, but, um, where you remember something someone did for you, because like you said, you remember how it made you feel and they may not remember it because they don't realize the impact that it has. <laughs> exactly. You know? And I, I just think that that's so it's so beautiful. And, uh, and that's why I think that what you're doing and the work that you've, um, you've put together is so important, because we have no idea what is going to, 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 to you know, kind of be that tipping point for people where they finally have something that they can look at that really resonates with them and they can say now i get it this makes sense you know um and i think it's so beautiful and how you've made this so approachable in your work and in just your first book and i can't wait to to see what you're gonna put out uh soon but um but yeah i i think that um i'd love to uh if it's okay with you to maybe kind of talk about, because you broke it down so simply, people talk about, um, you know, just simple things like, oh, your your heart and your brain and how, you know, I think the common, the most commonly heard argument about how they all kind of relate is, oh, well, your heart's more emotional and your brain's more logical. And it's like, you know, we have so much proof saying, uh, showing us that, it's not nearly that simple there's messages going both ways there's so much information coming from the heart that is informing the brain and what you put out has been so it explains it so beautifully and so simply um and i was wondering if you wouldn't mind kind of maybe sharing that that relationship and how it's it's so much is available to us if we just kind of look at this really, it's a really basic picture. It's a really basic understanding and it, it makes a world, it can make a world of difference, right? Absolutely,
1: I mean, and, and, and uh, you're really hitting on some great points, but it, it really comes back to, you know, getting balance internally yeah. and, and turning off your natural de- defense mechanism. You can think of it as your little guardian inside, yeah. and uh, he, he's going to take care of you, even if you don't know how. Right. And uh, you know the technical term is a uh, neuroception. Uh, our body will pick up dangers and will do whatever it needs needs to do to make us feel that we're at least safe for that moment. So, regardless of what happens, if we don't understand our trauma type, or if, if in my case I have what a lot of what they call Adverse Childhood Experiences. Uh, that, that you can actually get these, these scored. If you go to a website called ACEs Too High, A-C-E-S Too High, uh, you can literally take this test and see you know, your background and, and some of the things that continue to happen to you over and over again, despite knowing that what's going on in the heart, despite knowing the, the law of attraction, despite you know visualizations and affirmations. Some of us, we can monitor ourselves to death, But if this system is dysregulated, it's going to go right back to what it knows, because it did this all of the time without your input. So it's almost like you have to prove to yourself that you're ready to go to the next level. And then that's by understanding where you are and taking the steps so that you can heal. You know, healing is a big part of it. And love is the driving force. But let's let's talk about the art and, and how that connects to everything else. The the heart of of all our organs, it was the first one. Uh, And it's the only organ that can operate independent of the brain. It it has its own nervous system. It even has its own memory. Uh, There's a famous account of a woman receiving a a transplant from a a, dude. This guy was a motorcycle uh, uh, rider. He, He was in a motorcycle gang, I should say. And he loved to drink beer and he loved to eat at one of the fast food places. And this woman was a health nut. Uh, She she did everything to keep herself in shape, but when she received the heart from this man, all of a sudden, she's drinking beer and eating fast food. And and in another case to prove this point, uh, there's a young woman who received a heart from a a child that had been, unfortunately, had been murdered. But she kept having these dreams, and through those dreams that she had, they were able to capture the guy who murdered the girl who donated the heart. So in other words, the heart is extremely powerful organ. And when we talk about everything that makes us human, uh, there's a a, a light scale or electromagnetic spectrum that the heart is operating at a level where, you know, it just connects to this once we understand these powers. And and, and you'll hear me go right back to love over and over again. But the the gentleman who really started the study on this, well, well, there was a doctor team before them. But the one that got the most uh, recognition was Dr. Andrew Armour. And in the early 90s, he, he we had the equipment. We could prove that the heart is more than just a pump, that it's radiating you know, signals outside of the body itself that is communicating with the brain and the gut. Right. And, you know, this heart-brain connection, you know, which was k- kind of like dismissed in the past. You know, he was able to prove it to the point that they started a new field of study called neurocardiology. So neurocardiology was started because of Dr. Andrew Armour and the doctor and and husband and wife team before him. And and after that, a group called the Heart Math, you could could look these guys up. You know, they start doing a lot of uh, uh, studies and research and putting out a lot of papers. So now we understand the connection with the heart. Here's here's what made uh, the lab system so, you know, revolutionary and so different. So we, we know now the heart is more than just a pump. You know, it, it's communicating with the brain. It really doesn't need the brain to operate. But the second brain wasn't called the heart. The second brain was always called the, the gut, mm. right? So we, 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 we do have neurons in the heart. There's about 40,000 neurons in the heart, but there's literally millions of neurons in our gut. You know, most of our serotonin, 90% of our serotonin is in the gut. You know, over 70% of our immune system is in the gut. So, you know, it, even though we know these things about the heart, you know, we have to understand the connection, you know, with the brain and the gut and, and get them to operate as one. And then we do that by getting the nervous system to calm down. And then we do that without breath. Mm-hmm. All of the things that we need to be the best person that we are, to be who we really are, and, and that's energy. I mean, we are pure energy and I'll certainly bring some some points to really prove that at least how I feel about it uh we are pure energy so we get these the heart and brain and the gut working together at an energetic level and and you see it's love when we combine it with our breath you know I, I call them energetic emotional expressions so when we put these energetic emotional expressions into the mix in other words we're literally visualizing, or we're feeling, what would it feel like if all of my problems were solved? What would it feel like if I had no more pain? You know, What would it feel like if there was no more suffering? What would it feel like if the entire world was just this utopian paradise? So if we can embrace those feelings and then combine it you know, with the heart, and the brain and the gut, and with our mantras and our visualization and everything else, you'll, you'll see the whole nervous system calm down. And what we want to do is practice that feeling over and over again until it just becomes part of who we are and we don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah. My friend, once I understood this and combined these together, the first thing that went away was the migraine headaches. Yeah. I mean, spontaneously, it's like a spontaneous healing event. The second thing that went away was the the gut problems that I had. I was taking no more medicines anymore. And and then this third thing that came about was suddenly I became interested in healing from the inside out. And and because I had energy to do this now, I can actually address it. But here's the cherry on top of everything else. Once the nervous system is dysregulated and you have everything going on inside, what makes us really who we are. And, and the seat of consciousness right here for us beside the heart, it's, it's right in the front of our brain, the, the prefrontal cortex. You know, this is how we make our plans, that this is how we control our emotions, this controls so much of our memories, and it, it's the the seat besides the heart itself of who we are. So every time we know we're dysregulated, we're anxious or, or we're depressed, we literally lose some of that connection Mm -hmm. to that prefrontal cortex. And and without that, you know, you you may make decisions that you wish you could take back Mm -hmm. because you cannot think them through, not because you don't want to. You just don't have the connections or you don't have the energy to do that. And and if you practice, and I keep saying practice, that any situation that's happening to us over and over again, whether we're consciously practicing Mm -hmm. that or not, our body receives it as, you know, this is something that I need to make this a habit. Right. You know, we're doing it over and over again. We don't have to waste energy, you know, creating new brain cells and new neuronic pathways. You know, this is the way it is. Right. So we literally overwrite that when we make the connection again and we're practicing these good feelings. And eventually what you've done, you literally rewired the brain and you've opened those connections back to this part of the brain. And at this point, my friend, you're either a creator or a reactor. You're either creating or reacting. And it's it's no accident that those words, the lettering, the letters are the same in both those words. Creator, reactor uses the same letters. Creating, reacting uses the same letters. So once you connect here, you're becoming a creator. Now, now your imagination becomes re-engaged. Uh, your, your ability to create, be creative, you know, is re-engaged. You know, your, your ability to create new social connections is re-engaged because your social connections are here also. You know, and, and not to get too technical, but we talked about the different stages of the nervous system. Well, it's directly connected to the prefrontal cortex. You know, we, we have dorsal, lateral, needle, prefrontal, prefrontal cortex. And we had the ventral vagal prefrontal cortex. So once we re- re-engage those, you're operating at a totally different level. You're no longer operating at what we call survival mode. And on the electromagnetic scale, that would be operating in the light mode, what we can see. What we can see is light. That's the, that's the only thing that we can see on this electromagnetic spectrum. But all of the energy, Everything that makes us who we are is outside of our ability to see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're, we're familiar with uh, sound waves and microwaves and, and infrared rays and then light itself. But I then mean, we're going right up on the electromagnetic spectrum. But then from there, we have UV rays. We might be familiar with that, that we get it from the sun. Yeah. We have X rays next. I mean that's the ability to see right through us, right? And then we have gamma rays, and then we're talking nuclear energy. Mm-hmm. So we have all of this inside of us. And and, and as a matter of fact, let me let me just correct that. We don't have that inside of us. That's what we are. We're literally that energy. So if we're only focused on that one percent less than one percent of light, you know, we're really not being able being able to use the energy and the power that we have available to us. The lab system says everything we need is inside of us. The blend method says everything we need is inside of us and it operates on this magnetic scale. And we have trillions of cells in our body. And every one of those cells have trillions of atoms on it. I, I, I hate just throwing these numbers around because these numbers are, I mean, absolutely absurd. You know, if we counted from one to one trillion at one sec one second intervals, it would take us over thirty thousand years. So imagine one cell. Right. But we have trillions of them, my friend. There are more connections inside of our body than there's sand on the beach, on any beach in the whole world, and stars in the entire universe. Yeah. So. That's what we have inside of us. So we want to expand a person's vision to see outside of what they can see. Or another example I like to use is if you're in a dark room and you see a ray of light, you know, don't just run to that ray of light and say, this is it. This is the light. You know, you see the light, but you're blocking out the sun, the source of the light. Right. So be the sun, you know, go for the 99%, not just what we can physically see. Yeah, And the blend method is based on all of that energy that we have inside of us and it's simply miraculous. And, and that's my expression. Once you connect, expect miracles.
0: Yeah. 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 No, I, I couldn't agree more. And one of the things that you pointed out in uh, your book um, uh, that we were talking about um, earlier Uh, was the connection and the three brains and uh, energy and how energy, um, we have all of this energy. But if we're not aware, we're actually trapping a lot of it in the way that we are living in the way that we are thinking and the the emotions that we're carrying. Um, And basically, that's untapped energy that is also draining exactly like you said, that ability to connect with our prefrontal cortex, to have access to our entire faculty, to be able, our mental faculty, and be able to uh, express ourselves fully, right? And it's, it's um, this method and everything that you were talking about, uh, there, there's so much under our control to begin releasing that energy and making it available again for us it was when we were born and it was you know just kind of slowly you know taken taken away because of the you know either the traumas that we went through or the ways that we um, like you said that the, the the defender in us you know sometimes uh, could overdo it right I mean if we put ourselves right. in a situation <laughs> where we're stressed all the time we think we are, closed up and protected but what we're really doing is we're eating ourselves up from the inside you know from the inside yes you, you are know? so and that energy um which you were saying the, the the process and the methods um and being able to release that all of the the like you were mentioning the serotonin in the gut and oxytocins and and endorphins all these other um uh hormones and energy that that can be released, it it becomes available. But if we're in a constant state of, like you were saying freeze, or if we're stressed all the time, or um, if we are bottling ourselves up and not letting our true emotions out, and we're not exploring, uh, you know, uh, what if we're not aware of what's really happening within and around us, um, then you know, we, we just we leave so much of ourselves on the table, right? There's just so much that we really have access to that, uh, you know, we just really need to to be able to unlock. And that's why I just love what your uh, your method and everything that you're talking about is so important. People know this, you know.
1: Yes, yeah. because the more that is bottled up inside of us, the more we look to the outside for the answers.
0: Right. You know,
1: whether 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 we medicate ourselves, yeah. uh, whether we go to the doctor. I mean, I I worked with some law enforcement, I I won't certainly won't mention these names, but uh, there was a lot of medication going on within the the department, you know, just to control the stress levels uh, that the law enforcement officers were under. And uh, as I said, if if you don't connect to this, you will go to the outside. If you're not aware of the energy that we can heal, uh, we will go to the outside. But but you hit on a key point. how we feel, it's not just something that we're talking about. We're, we're talking something very powerful. Uh they, they, they just as science cannot come up with a real definition of what is consciousness, uh, they really cannot come up with a real definition of you know our emotion our emotions because they vary so much. But our emotions are energetic expressions of who we are. So that's why love is so important, and in peace and then joy. That's why it's so so important, you know, that we make that a daily practice. Uh, I have a, a meditation routine. It's my meditation and prayer. It's love, joy, joy, peace, and 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 when, whatever's happening around me, I'll attach something new to it so it doesn't become stale. But it's always love, joy, peace. I literally practice that. Yeah, you know, I, I tell myself I am love. You know, yeah. I feel love. You know, love empowers me, love embraces Love and protects me. And then I see my child, you know, with that wonderful smile and that wonderful creativity and that wonderful imagination. And when she starts writing and painting on the walls like she has been, and she's not even two years old, I, I can only smile, right? <laughs> because right. I don't want to stifle that because I know the power behind that. And yeah. most of us, we get that stifle of her. But that is the most important part of practicing the things that we're talking about, you know, it's the emotions, and and there's no limits to the emotions. You know, we can say what is love, and and, and then we can, then we can add something delicious on top of it, right? And then we feel that. I, I remember a woman she used to bake uh, honey uh, cinnamon rolls. When she those cinnamon rolls, they, they were so wonderful. The entire neighborhood knew that she was baking them. Uh And and I just happened to be one of her favorite people. (laughs) Uh And and that would just bring joy to me. And it was so delicious. And so when I do my my prayer and meditation, I think of that delicious feeling on top of the love. You you see what I'm saying? And that's where the blend method comes in. We we blend these things together. But as creators, I I don't want to tell you that this is the way to do it. I want to just show you the map. And say, listen, you know, there are several roads that will get us to our destination. You know, whatever makes you feel better yourself, but these are the things that we know that work. You know, they're evidence based. You know, there, there are a number of. There's so much science behind it that they can't define consciousness, which is great because we don't want them telling how we should be as, as creators. But uh, the expressions, our emotions, it's everything, my friend. Yeah. And then if we want to practice something, we want to make sure we're practicing feeling good. And, and if, if you find it hard to feel good, just smile. If you do that yeah. for two minutes a day, just two minutes. Yeah. It will literally settle down the nervous system. And and you, and, and, and breathe, just breathe in and, and make sure you breathe out a little bit longer than the than, than the inhale, because it naturally slows you down on the exhale. Yeah. And, and on the breathing exercise, if you able will tell you to breathe out. Twice as long as you breathe in, you mm-hmm. know that settles you down. So you want to put those beautiful emotions on top of it. You're literally creating new neural pathways. You're literally <laughs> doing. You're, you're literally creating how you want to feel. You know the question is, how do you want to feel? Right. Practice it. Right. With a smile, you know the smile. You get free dopamine and endorphins and all of that, and even free pain relievers. Yeah. The Absolutely. word endorphins itself, morphine, comes from the word endorphins.
0: Yeah.
1: Endo is inside, and the fiend of morphine is the pain relieving part of that word. So, and endo- morphine is just an imitation of our ability to not feel pain. And if you have anyone that has ever received a, a large injury, you know, I was in a, in a bike accident once, it really just cut through right near my ankle. It, I didn't feel anything afterwards. You know, those were the endorphins at work Mm. so we have everything we need inside everything from the outside is an imitation of what we're able to do inside and and that's where my name comes from you know no limits It's, it's like no imitation you know limitations contains the word imitation right so we don't want to imitate anything from the outside we want to bring in our genuine feelings and become creators So we don't want if you're imitating everything from the outside that we're putting in our bodies is an imitation of what we have naturally inside. So there's always going to be some side effects. Uh, You're going to be a reactor. You're no longer a creator. Remember, those are the same words also, same letters. So we we only have to make a little adjustment, right? Either turn those letters around and be the best that we can be. And we we have so much power. man. Yeah, we
0: there are no limits to what we can
1: do
0: right right absolutely and you know um i I think it's so interesting too um the misnomer when a lot of people talk about relaxing as if it means you're slowing down and you're not putting forth as much effort um and you have less energy somehow if you're relaxing and I find it so amusing that this that people a lot of people still associate relaxation with getting less done or, or achieving less. Um, when over the years, there's been so many examples. I mean, now uh, even athletes will tell, you know, professional athletes and their trainers will say, you know, learning how to exert yourself and be as relaxed as possible gives you, you know, that's the mental game, right? There's, there's so much yes, more power and being able to control your breathing and to stay as relaxed as possible. Um, using visioning exercises so that you're not freaking out about what's about to happen. You're seeing yourself in this state, everything is working the way it's supposed to be. You're calming yourself down. Um, and, you know, I think it's really unfortunate that so many people haven't realized that by getting control of that resting state, that state of relaxation and letting your body and your mind and with the help of your breath and getting like you were saying those three brains aligned through, uh, you know, really uh, getting your emotional state to a higher level. um, I mean, that there's so much energy that 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 actually provides you with not only um, just you know, energy to do more, but to realize more, to be aware of more, to see more. And, uh, you know, I think that's exactly like you're saying that the realizing of what you're really capable of, if you don't have access to everything that You were born with you're you're not going to have an opportunity to use it all and by being able to relax and being able to uh use uh, a lot of these methods that you're teaching i think is uh you know that's like you're saying that's it's all there if we just know kind of what we're looking for um and you know exactly like we were saying about uh you know when you can't think of something to get your emotional state higher um, You'd have to be creative sometimes, but there's always something like you were saying the the cinnamon rolls, I'm I'm excited about just hearing that like oh I know what God. the smell oh. of cinnamon rolls is like, <laughs> I want you know that yeah. sounds that smells and I'm getting you know just I can feel the deliciousness um, and yes, yes. So, so yeah so I do the same thing when uh, I get frustrated with work or something I I have I first of all exactly like you're saying I, I'll, I'll try to smile and I'll say I'm thankful that I'm here and I have the opportunity to be frustrated about what I'm working on, which is actually what I chose to do. And then I start that's to right, back into right. it. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's really nothing here that, um, you know, that that is negative. It, all that is negative is the way I'm interpreting what's in front of me right now. Um, right. And uh, and and going from the inside and ch- I love the quote that you have in your book from Bashar that says waiting for circumstances to change uh, uh, so that you can feel good is like looking in a mirror and waiting for uh, your reflection to smile first, right? That's, That's right. Not- That's right. That's- you go the other way.
1: Right? I, love, I love that one too, man.
0: <laughs> so I, I just think it's beautiful. I think it's beautiful. Um, and uh, I was, yeah, I was just curious. I you, We have so many, um, I, I just, this is amazing because every time we talk, I, I get this feeling as if we've been talking all this time, but we've just been in different rooms and we've been talking to right. each other, not knowing who's on the other side of the wall. <laughs> but you mentioned- Isn't it. that amazing? It is. It is. I mean, you mentioned the HeartMath Institute, and I was actually introduced to that through uh, Dr. Greg Braden and some of his work. Okay. Um. And uh, you know, I actually have the uh, the Interbalance app here for the from HeartMath. Very good. That, you know, your heart, Very and good. I was just thinking. You know, some people may wonder. You know, how do you know? uh how where where your state is or how you're you know where you are i mean definitely a lot of this i mean you don't have to have any of these things but if you're aware of your breath um, then obviously that's going to be very helpful for you to kind of understand um you know where you are emotionally you'll be able to start feeling things better but there's so many other like this the HeartMath institute they've got free information on their website as well yes. about how to tune yes. into yourself um so the resources are there we have the capability it's just you know more and more people just need to know right that that there's so yeah, much I, that we can I, do
1: I, I love that tool that you have there that Art math to do uh there's a few lie, other right? <laughs> yeah yeah it, it really does and then it uh, it, it spurred on uh, i actually just met the the president of a company they have uh an app where you're able to scan your eyes. They're they're using, I guess, iridology and yeah. so you just, it's like taking a selfie and in like 10, 20 seconds, it actually gives you all of your vitals. It gives you your your, your oxygen level. It, it tells you if you're deficient in vitamins or, and minerals. And uh, they've, I mean, this is already, I mean, this hasn't even been introduced to the market yet. And just through the book that I wrote, this guy reached out to me and, and said, are you aware of this? Uh, I talked to another gentleman who, who created a machine that works with frequencies and vibrations, and he studied 800 different levels of vibrations concerning I mean, the cells, the actual cells themselves. As he explained it to me, you know, each of our cells are like little batteries. And uh, if they're not working well, you know, this system can detect it. And it just gives it the energy. It's like giving a, a battery a jump. And it just introduces the frequencies and the vibrations to it, and it goes all the way back to Nik- Nikola Tesla. And l- listen, these are things that are getting ready to come on the market, so we can understand our true state inside. Yeah. But you know, my thing was I wanted to create something that left no one behind. You know, right. all of these things, there's a price attached to it. Right. right. We all have to breathe. If, if we understand breath work, we can under, we can get our nervous system under control. Remember, that's ground zero. If, if the nervous system is under, not under control, and, and we're never in, in that state of homeostasis, right. I mean, everything else, it, it may work, but it will only be temporary before that little defense system goes right back to how it was conditioned, right? right. Uh, I like that you mentioned uh, Greg Braden. Uh, uh, he worked with... Uh, Dispenser, and Dr. Bruce Lipton. But yeah. of the three, Dr. Bruce Lipton is is the guy that I look to because he talks about epigenetics. Yeah. And our with our emotions and these emotional expressions that we're talking about, once we practice it, we can literally change our genetic makeup. So th- there's only two genes that are defective. And one we all know if someone has the down syndrome, it doesn't matter what race, what color, where they're from, they all have the same features of the down of Down syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. So we can literally stop like you've heard of generational curses and, and 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 they're real. It's not a generational curse, it's just that we can pass, just like we can pass on physical features, we can pass on features uh in our makeup, right. genetically speaking.
0: Right. So if if
1: we were hard, poor drinkers, you know, you might be susceptible to that. It's not saying that you're going to do that, but if you practice these things,
0: right, right. you can
1: put an end to all of that. So right. how we feel, Curtis, uh, is, is 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 everything, and that's the driving force. And number one, we we must, we absolutely must feel safe, be in, in in an environment that we feel safe. And we have to have that social connection. Right. And if we're at that freeze mode, or, or in my case, you know, it was freeze combined with guilt, combined with shame, it, it's very difficult to get out of that. Yeah. And, and at that stage, you're not looking for you know, a heart math or anyone else, but, but we can breathe, right. we can smile, you know, find something, you know, start small, and, and, and then we can build on that. And, and then teach, you know, the energy that we have inside the work that you're doing is absolutely special, my friend. I, I commend you, you know, from, from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate what you're doing. And I can literally see it on you. I, I call it bioluminescence. You know, we used to have those fireflies in the past. You could see them, you know, glowing. You have that glow, right? And it's, it's wonderful to talk with you. But, you know, we, we have this, but we have to understand the foundation, you know, and, and that's how we feel. Yeah. That, that drives everything. So we, we have to get our nervous system under control. And mm-hmm. we do that by practicing the science of feeling good, right? Mm-hmm. Feel good. Raise our emotional baseline. Right. We want to create how we feel. If we don't create anything else, we want to create that. And once that's done, everything else will fall into line. You, you literally will start attracting things. If, if you understand quantum physics mm-hmm. and you understand our thoughts, if you understand atoms, atoms don't die. I mean, it's, it's almost like they're repurposed. I mean, we, we have the same atoms around that we're, we have inside of us, just like the same water that we're all drinking, that some of the great figures drank, Genghis Khan, Jesus Christ. I mean, they drank the same water that's on the earth today. There's no water source, new no water sources. And and atoms don't die. So we literally don't die. You got atoms don't die. So we're basically immortal. So yeah. One of the things that getting into all this is there for me, you know, I lost my fear of death, mm-hmm. and and once you lose that fear, you know, which coming up, you know, I, I was raised in, in, in the Catholic Church as a Catholic. I, I just knew I was going to hell, right? <laughs> you know, so, so I had that, <laughs> I had that fear inside of me my entire life, and, and then you go through the different religions, and it's just another form of you know you have to die, you know, to get the prize, mm-hmm. but when you die, you just don't know where you're going. Well. You know, I, I, we've dispelled all of that. You know, these things are taught to to render or be to get obedience. You know, we, we don't want obedience. We want to be creative. And if we're operating at the level of love, you know, we're not going to ever do anything to harm another person intentionally. You know, we're not going to do anything to harm ourselves. But more importantly, we're going to understand that it's up to us to love ourselves more than anyone or anything else. And if we give that away. Expecting someone to deliver that, you know, it's going to be extremely difficult, if not impossible, to understand what we're talking about right now. And that's connecting to who you truly are. You know, the the body is just a vehicle. We are an amazing mass of energy that science really hasn't begun
0: to understand. Yeah absolutely i, I that's it's, it's 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 such a it's such it there's it's so true and it's so beautiful at the same time um and uh yeah it's it's just you know and and exactly like you were saying the um the the idea of uh becoming a creator you know you can react or you can create um and the whole exactly like you were saying too about it's like you know at the beginning you know everyone everyone has some sort of a trauma that they're they're dealing with. I mean, even, you know, Absolutely. us now, where everybody's dealing with something and trying to process something. Um, but these the basics, like you were saying about the breathing, um, and just starting, I think, one of the things that perhaps may feel a little overwhelming for people is that, um, you know, if you're reading up about someone who has made so much progress, or, you know, um, like you, you've, you've used your system, and you've learned so much. And um, I remember we were talking um, before about how after your stroke, you had hard you, you had lost your short term memory, and you had all kinds of other challenges you were dealing with, you were on all these different medications. And then as you started, I, 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 I can imagine that once you start with your breath and you start to understand what you can control with taking these simple steps with your emotions and, and just starting from the basics that, um, and I think you alluded to this as well, once you're there, that that's great because it's just, that's where Things begin, and it's it's you don't need to force anything. It's not like you need to all of a sudden understand what all these you know what all the electromagnetic fields are doing and all of that stuff. It's just okay. you know, just start with the breath, you know, and, yes. and, and <laughs> yes. elevate your emotions and everything else. Slowly, it when whatever you're ready for will will appear. Just like you were saying, right? The realm of quantum physics. It's all the information. Everything is there. Uh, and the more that we're able to just slowly become more in tune with ourselves, the more we'll just naturally start to see what has been there all along, but it'll make sense, yes. right? It'll start it'll to make, make sense. more sense and we can leverage it to become even Perfect. better.
1: Perfect. <laughs> Perfect, man. Perfect. Listen, listen, you nailed it, man. It has to be a very simple start, right? You know, start simple. Uh, I, one of the methods that I created, it's called the pop start. And uh, it uses the placebo effect as the foundation of the pop star. And and we're all familiar with the placebo. You know, you give someone a pill, you tell them that it's good for them. And a lot of times they heal themselves. I worked with the pharmaceutical company for a number of years at, at a very high level. And I was able to see some of the reports that came in from the studies, the double blind studies or the blind studies. And there are a number of people that were able to heal themselves even better than the meds that we produced, yeah. So because the meds weren't up to par, even as at the placebo level, you know, you, you abandon the efforts, or you add more to it, or take something away until you can at least beat the belief of the people. So, yeah. th- th- to me, th- this is extremely powerful, you know. Yeah. So that the first position, the first start for all of us is just to believe that we can make it happen. Yeah, just that belief. And, and then from there, just we we rewire our brains just by practicing, yeah. you know. So the power of placebo, the P O P, the power of practice, P O P, you know that pop star. The power of persistence, the power of prayer. Yeah, I believe in prayer and praise, right? And, I, I, and the power of perseverance. So you know, I, I call it, you know, get popping, you know, get a pop start, you know, get pop. But it's really just the mental preparation. You know, to, just believe that you can do this. And and after you do it so many times, and, and then you believe that, then you start understanding that you deserve this. Right. So once you go from the belief to I deserve this, and then you go from I deserve this to I know this now.
0: Yeah.
1: And and, and once you get to that knowing stage, you know, the breath and everything else. Like you said, you mentioned the meds, you know, I I did have that stroke, you know, and but I I already knew about these systems, you know, I created, I knew that I can get over these things, you know, what really the stroke is, was the the impetus behind it all, the stroke brought it all together, but I already knew just from my childhood and and that trauma that I was in, that I wanted to do something to have an impact on the entire world, and I wanted everyone to be able to feel good. And, and but, as you said, uh, the trauma and we, we're all dealing with certain aspects of it. I had a young woman tell me that you know she was never traumatized, but she was a perfectionist. Hmm. And uh, I explained to her you know what a trauma response was, and she said, "Well, I guess we all have some type of trauma, right? <laughs> so it doesn't have to be as you know in your face as mine was, and you don't have to have an A score of eight or nine which says that you know you should really should never amount to anything as far as psychologists are, are understanding. Yeah. But uh, listen, there's a compassion prison project. Of, you know, they're working with the nervous system and helping them, individuals understand the stress and trauma. Yeah. And, and I found it interesting that over 90% of these guys had scored very high on these adverse childhood experiences. Yeah. So the, the best thing that we can do, you and I, especially as parents, is to heal ourselves so we don't pass that on to our children and then they can become real difference makers in the world. So you know, it all starts with the breath. It's the first thing we did when we entered this world. and if we didn't don't take that first breath, you know our mothers are grieving right and, and it's the last thing that we do before we exit this world. So it's it's that important. It, it, it really literally is life or death for us. Yeah. And, and and then the way we feel, when we can feel ourselves sick, just like we can feel ourselves well if, if we ruminate and go over things that happen to us, you know, well, it's me over and over again. And I understand that I was in that cycle. <clears throat> I, I, during that stroke stage, I, I slept on the couch for over two years. Mm-hmm. Just me lamenting and, and until one day, you know, it's like, ah, ah, you know, wake up, <laughs> get, yeah. get out of this. But you know, we we really need to take charge. You know, and, and the breath is that simple step that we need. I, I I say a breath and a smile. We can all do that. We can do it.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, and yeah, I I, I um I I usually close out um my interviews with asking the uh, guest if there was one thing that they would recommend that um our audience start doing today or or as soon as they can uh that will help them along uh and and help them towards making progress uh with what we're discussing today. I know the breath has come up a lot, so uh but I, I will let you answer because I would love to just <laughs> there is something specific maybe that you think uh you you know that you would recommend to our audience if you could challenge them to to do something for themselves today. What, what would that be? You know, I
1: would say just understand that, that the way we're feeling now,
0: mm-hmm.
1: basically, we're feeling what we've been taught to feel. Yes. The you know, thinking that we have, yes. we know that 90% of it or a high percentage of it didn't originate with us. Yes. So if, if we've been in a state of depression, anxiety, or anything that takes us away from who we are, and then we begin to feel that we're worthless or we're not worthy, just understand that. What you're feeling did not come from you. You didn't create that, right? And and of the thoughts that you have over and over again, that didn't come from you either. Right. So, the way that we can take control—in other words, we can wipe the slate clean—if we understand that, you know, give yourself, allow yourself that fresh start. You yeah. know, wipe the slate clean, yeah. knowing that what, i don't care what happened or what has happened in the past. It still wasn't you, right? Yeah, and it came from your parents. It came from the way. Uh, maybe your religion, what school you went to, even yes. the sports team that you follow. Yeah. You know, I mean, you see people literally get you know really mm-hmm. involved in, in, in sports. Yeah. And, and, and they pass that on. So none of that is you. Yes. You know start with wiping the slate clean, you know, deciding how you want to feel. Yeah. And start with a breath and a smile. Yeah. And get popping. Get popping. You know, understand yeah. that you have the power just by thinking about it.
0: Absolutely. That's, that's beautifully said. And uh, just, you know, kind of to piggyback on that, uh, as well. And you mentioned this as well about, uh, you know, uh, I know epigenetics can be a whole other podcast episode. Yes, yes. But, yes. One, but one thing that it just exactly as you're saying, like, you know, we have grown up uh, in environments, um, and uh, what we believed uh, growing up and what some of us what we believe now, a lot of it, uh, we did these are not the thoughts that we have they're not ours you know uh yeah. the 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 music we listen to tells us things uh the media tells us things there are so many inputs out there that are trying to tell us that we are incomplete without whatever that is um, um and uh you know it, this is it just like you said this you know, take take control, you know, a breath and a smile. I mean, that is just beautiful. So (laughs) I would like to also say, you know, to people think about your environment, because it does, you know, if you find yourself surrounded with uh, things that are um giving you negative emotions you know really take a look at what uh, what's around you and uh start making some changes you know start you know, like you were saying about I can totally relate to what you're saying about sports cuz I was a huge huge uh fan of of uh of, of of one of my of basketball and football I had my favorite teams and then one day I started to realize that you know they could win or they could lose. That's not me. It's not me. Right. They're not going to call me up and say, Curtis, did you see me play? Did you see what right, I right. did? We're, you know, <laughs> they've got their own life, their own family, and I've got to find meaning and importance in my own in my surroundings. And that's where my joy needs to come from. Uh, right, and, right. Uh, not scene. <laughs> No, no more letting a, a team winning a championship dictate how I feel. I'm happy for them, but that's oh. not gonna, you know, <laughs> that's yes, not gonna yes. do it for me anymore. So oh gosh, beautiful, beautiful. Um, well, thank you so much. And I just I absolutely want to make sure everyone knows where to find more about you, more about what you're working on. What is the best way for our audience to really keep track of all the wonderful things that you're doing?
1: Um. The website, uh, realnolimitsguru.com.
0: Okay, uh, okay.
1: That that will take you everywhere you need to go. I'm on social media, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, under No Limits Guru. So. Okay. But the website will take you where you
0: need to go. All right. Well, I'll be sure to share that in the summary as well, so everybody will have a link to that. Um, and, uh, yeah, everyone, please, please, please keep up with what John is doing. Doing it is some amazing work, and if people, it, you know, he's broken it down to you how simple it can be to get started. But if you really want to see additional things that you can do in more detail, please, uh, you know, check out his work. It is—it's amazing. Not only is it groundbreaking, I think the simplicity of it is—it's inviting. Uh, the way that John writes, I—I I really feel as if there's a there's a a flow with it where you're you're getting the information you really need emphasized he talks about neuroplasticity and he talks about um, how you need to do things over and over again for your body and your mind to really start to feel it as normal and he does a a fantastic job at explaining uh, what is, you know, the things that you can do, things that you can become more aware of, and uh, just very practical, simple steps that we can all take. So thank you again, John. It's been an honor having you on the show. Thank you so much, and I hope we get the opportunity to do this again.
1: Absolutely, Kurt. My pleasure. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you.